Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Chelsea, you don't have to clap. <laughs> Wait, what? Three. I was telling Chelsea she doesn't have to clap. Oh, okay. Me, me and Cassie are just going over this, and I'm the, I'm the designated clapper. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Mike, did you clap? I did. Okay, I didn't hear it. That's fine. Uh, you didn't hear it because he's, he's so tiny. He shrunk. <laughs> we have all shrunk ourselves. <laughs> that's true I guess that's how we're opening this one it's yep. Christmas time it's the holidays December is upon us once again and that means we have to talk about a mediocre family comedy here on Teenage Excuse <laughs> you I love this movie this is a great oh. movie Luke wow <laughs> it's, such a good mo- it's a good movie <laughs> listen I had fun watching the film. I don't know if I'm ready to call it a good movie. I am. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, me and you, Chelsea. Uh, this time, we are watching not the first, not the second, but the third entry in the hit 90s comedy franchise, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. This is Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, the direct-to-video sequel to Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. <laughs> yeah. Was this direct-to-video? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, this one went straight it, to DVD. It feels like it. That's Are why you... That's why it's 4-3. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly why it's in 4-3. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, I looked at the trailer to this on YouTube, and they describe it as the movie comedy event of the year, <laughs> and then also say that it's coming direct to video. <laughs> <laughs> what other movie Maybe comedies both. were out that year? Listen, sometimes uh, something is so great... It's a, what's even the point of putting it for theaters? Just get it in people's houses right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, they were going to put it in theaters, but they accidentally shrunk it. Should we introduce ourselves? Well, so yeah, I sure. Did, I yeah. do want to point out, just, just to add to the straight-to-video-ness of this movie, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, 1989. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, 1992. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, 1999. <laughs> I'm sorry, 1997. No idea I'm there was that big of a gap. 97. But, I'm sorry. It was. It, I I made it sound bad, but even so, yeah, three and then five. Yeah, it's the same year that Final Fantasy VII came out. Yeah, 
Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, this yeah, is the history of this franchise is something we're going to get into. Ourselves. But yeah, we should introduce ourselves. <laughs> yeah, honey, let's introduce ourselves. <laughs> honey, let's. Honey, let's do it. Honey, let's do it. I have two honeys on this call. I'm Luke. I'm the guy who always hosts these dumb movie episodes. I'm Chelsea. Honey, I'm Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I'm Emily. Honey, I'm Cassie. (laughs) Chelsea, do you want to take yours again? Get a honey in there? No, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Chelsea, you're a queen. (laughs) She is, that's true. Uh, Alright, yeah, so... I think anyone that has followed uh, Teenage Attitude across the years might pick up on a pattern of the guests on this first part of this uh, two-part episode. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. Listen, we've all, well, I don't want to speak for everybody, many of us here have spoken at one point or another on the podcast about being into it. When someone is big and or little. Yeah, we're all size perverts. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I only dabble in size perverts. I just some size yeah, sickos over here. I'm just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. What did you say, Chelsea? I said I wouldn't put that title on myself. I'm kind of just along for the ride. No, no, I don't. I think I think you're the only innocent one here. Like, I, I'm, not <laughs> as, I'm not as into it as um, my partners or Luke. But, you know, I've dabbled. I've dabbled in some uh-huh. size kink. Yeah. I would be okay with being two inches tall, except for bugs. Bugs can fuck yeah. off. <laughs> oh, baby, I protect you from the bugs. Okay. That's I'd be like, no, bad bugs. Because <laughs> really? I'm the one that has to get the spiders. So are you sure? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have to get the spiders now. Look, I just imagine, like, I'm, 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 I'm two inches tall, and there's a spider, and you're like, Emily, go! And I'm like, there are, like, a little spear and a shield, and I'm like... Fuck okay. Yeah, did, did, you learn, did you learn nothing from the cinematic masterpiece about the friendliness of spiders? Only Daddy Long Legs. Daddy Long Legs is not a spider, I'm pretty sure. There you go. So no, no. It's you know, it's that's what I'm looking for. It's spiritually a spider. It's spiritually a spider. It's an honorary spider. spider it's spirit. an honorary spider, yeah. It is an honorary yeah. spider. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, maybe they're spiders. I don't know. I think they're they technically not, but Listen, whatever. This is not an, etym- an entomology podcast. Uh, this is a podcast about the hit film "Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves," starring Rick Moranis. Yep, and uh, some yep. other people. But yeah, no. As I was saying, I think you know many of us here have certain proclivities, and I don't want to you know speak for the room. But I think I can trace a lot of that back to this. I feel like this hit me at a... I was a very young person when I saw these movies, and what? I feel like they... Yeah. Like, the the train of my mental development hit a fork in the tracks, and this movie hit a switch. It, like, knocked over a domino that ten years later led to some interesting realizations. Was it this movie, or, like, one of the other ones? For me, it was not this movie, but it was definitely the first one. So I wasn't a huge fan of the first one as a kid, and I haven't revisited it. Um, I didn't like that they spent most of that movie in the backyard. Yeah, it's not as fun. Uh, so 
So yeah, can, can we? Can, do you mind if I get into like my my history with this franchise? Because I kind of want to talk about like the relationship between these movies a bit. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, so what's weird about this franchise? Well, first of all, it's weird that it's a franchise. Yes, it got, it got three movies, a television series, a Disneyland ride, one of the most popular rides that were ever in Disneyland. Uh-huh. And they're doing a gritty reboot yeah, in the next couple of years. <laughs> it's, yeah, and because all Disney movies have to be like just uh, past tense adjectives now, it's just called shrunk. It's just called shrunk. Wait, yeah, and, and what's I, weird is like apparently it's it, they're getting Rick Moranis back, so I guess it's a sequel. So I guess the rest of yeah, this no, I shit's so canon. It's a sequel. So they have talked about one plotline of it is that Rick Moranis is like. A lonely shut-in because his wife died young of cancer. What? what? I hate it. And then, like, he gets visited by the kid from the first movie, who's all grown up now, with his own kids, and, like, his grandkids end up shrunk. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hoofa-doofa. I like how Disney's the reverse of, like, light novels. The <laughs> 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 so gotta get shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they shrink, per se. <laughs> Could you imagine if it's like, if like, if like, it wasn't called Frozen, it was called, uh, I haven't seen my sister in years and it turns out she's an ice witch? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Much better title. But so what's, what's weird about this series going from the first movie to the second to the third to the TV series is this is a franchise that doesn't start super serious at all to begin with, but it is one that gets goofier and more cartoony and skews younger and younger as it goes. Because, like, by the time you get to the TV series, and, and some of that is here, too, it's basically yeah. Family Matters, where it's just, like, this is just a goofy family sitcom where the dad is a mad scientist. Except for the cockroach the part, was? which, is, apparent, which so, is very horrifying. Well, well, see, the first movie is a lot more of an action adventure. Like, the family comedy elements are there, but there's definitely a lot okay. of sequences in that first movie that are meant to be scary to a child. Like, there's right, the sequence like where they get sucked up into a lawnmower, right? they're riding a and fucking bugs. bee, yeah. they have to fight a scorpion. Like, there's a lot of shit in that movie that's meant to be terrifying. I remember they have, like, a, a friendly ant that they ride around that they, like, feed little Oreo crumbs and to. And the ant dies. Yeah, the yeah. ant dies. Oh, fuck, a right. tragic yeah. death. Yeah. There's the Spoilers. bit where the sprinkler comes on, and it's, like, they're dodging these giant, like, massive, like, air raid mm-hmm. bombs of water coming yes. down. And, like, the sister almost drowns. Like, th- that's the thing. I actually do recommend, Luke, you said you hadn't seen it in a long time. I actually recommend revisiting the first one. I think it holds yeah. up as, like, an, a family action movie. Oh, it's a good sure. movie. It is, it's a better movie than this one. But I oh, think I like right. this one more. Like, we, we could never talk about it on this podcast because we don't do genuinely great movies here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it's perfect, but I think it holds up a lot better than you would think. I do feel like we might need to reconvene to talk about Shrunk when it comes out. (laughs) Maybe. We might have to. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like, my memory with this franchise is I must have seen the first movie at some point. Like, I didn't remember it super well. I I saw it again later and, like, yeah. But my main memory with this one and Honey, I Blew Up the Kid are that my grandparents had this really big van that had a TV built into, like, the, like, front seat armrest so that, like, people in the back seat could watch this shitty little, like, 8-inch TV. Oh, was it, was it like, on the floor between the driver and the passenger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had one of those packed 14 kids into a van meant for seven, chain-smoking yes. stepmom <laughs> in the front seat, 14-hour <laughs> drives. We would just right. fucking watch so- The Pest with John Leguizamo and get sick. <laughs> 
So yeah, I have two like main memories of that <laughs> shitty little TV. One is hooking a Sega Genesis up to it and playing like the Jungle Book game. And then the other one is I, there must have been other movies I watched on it, but the two I have like very clear memories of watching on it are Honey I Blew Up the Kid and Honey We Shrunk Ourselves and just watching them a ton. Like we had the sequels but not the original. Yeah, I don't think we had a tape of the original. That's probably why I didn't watch it as much and why it's not like as big of a movie for me. More than like any, you know, But it's the one where they make the person big. It. Yeah. It's the big movie. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh and <laughs> again, I was very young when he, like this came out in 1997. I was like 6 or 7 when it came out and I had I had no idea about anything. Every shrinking scene in all these movies has always made me feel like, whoa, I, I have feelings that I don't understand, but I like yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yep, yep. <clears throat> I'm way too young to understand what these feelings are. That, that's, <laughs> something up. that's me and April O'Neil. I'm like, wow, she's being tied up. That's cool. Why do I like this? <laughs> My theory is that it has nothing to do with the actual shrinking and that there's something about like the Foley work they use that it's like triggering some, like, physiological reaction in me. And then it I has mean, just a, uh, like, Pavlovian relation to the fact that they shrink when it happens. I don't I don't know about that, because, like, like, like I, I remember I had a friend who liked Vor, and he talked uh-huh. about getting excited by Hansel and Gretel when he was a kid. Uh-huh, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, it doesn't, and I don't think there's anything, like... Pavlovian about that. I don't. I think it's just oh, like sure. you just you just like things and you can't really help it. <laughs> yeah, I just remember getting like a thrill every time someone got shot with the shrink ray. You're so good. Luke. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. What a thrill! <laughs> I love you. I love you. There's some scenes in this movie too that like. Oh God! Like oh, uh, like we're not gonna get to it in this part, but like the dip scene. The dip scene. Oh yeah, that yeah, was that dip oh, scene. Oh. That that was so, that's actually kind of emblematic of what I wanted to bring up about the change in tone between these uh, with this franchise as it goes. And sorry to double back to my shit, but like both this third movie and the first movie uh, feature a prominent scene where a person is in danger of getting vored. And in yes. the first movie, it's the climactic shot of the yeah. film, and the kid right, it's is like them screaming. trying to escape their dad's Cheerios. Yeah, like, and he's he's screaming, "Oh God, no! Oh God, no!" And like, it's genuinely framed as like a horrifying shot. Whereas here, yeah. like, the dad and the uncle are just rolling around in the dip going, whoa, whoa, it's wacky hijinks. Sure. And, like, <laughs> and again, the first movie isn't, like, super serious or anything, but it really is a contrast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cassie, what's your history with this movie and this series? Uh, this movie was my favorite of the series, I think, because it came out when I was seven instead of when I was not alive or two. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And also, part of it was... Um, I don't think we had a VHS of, of Honey, We Blew Up the Kid, because, you know, thinking about me, you'd think I'd like that one a lot. That one scene, very good. But Yeah, uh, I did fire up Honey, I Blew Up the Kid to watch the scene where the mom gets big at the end after we finish this. <laughs> yeah. Ellen, have you seen that? Yeah. No, I'm not. I, this is the only one I've seen. Oh, oh we should watch Wow. Now. I don't yeah, want to de- watch the first one. There's too many bugs. Okay, we can watch the second one. The first, the first movie's like one of my favorite films, son. I, I think I think I'm about to force you. Oh, fuck! You have to, I only do it when you if like we're in the room together and I can okay. just like hide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
so we had a VHS of the fir- of Honey We of Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and uh, my brother liked that one. So I think part of me was like, I'm not gonna like the one my brother likes. I'm gonna like this other oh, one, sure. this new one. So I watched this one a bunch. <laughs> Watching this with Emily was just like, ah, oh, dang! I remember all of these scenes. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah, the yeah. one where the women walk in that, and they're much bigger than the guys, right? Well, I mean that. Like, honestly, that wasn't, like, that important of a scene. <laughs> I just watched this whole movie a bunch. But, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that. You said you had a crush on the, the one girl. Yeah, the one, the one girl. The one, the one, uh. The, the, the main the, character girl. Yeah, like, the, 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 the main girl of the, fa- oh, of the, the, girl, of the family yeah. who's, like, 13 or whatever. This you were the, a kid when you watched yeah. it. And you, yeah. Yeah. Right. And there's a chip dip scene, which is, like, I think that influenced a lot of people because every <laughs> yeah like every vor fan who was a child when this movie came out like yeah this like, is why just for the listeners like they, they they are like little girls who are like trying to eat the dip so like like but when you watch it as a kid and you, right. and like it like the scene is just like they're all looking down on them like laughing like ha, 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 time to dip up these this dip and they're like oh no right. we're gonna get eaten and like you know <laughs> You always see way more, way more scenes of people, of small people in Chip Dip than in Serial. I was shocked to see how young the kids in this movie are, because I saw it when I was like seven. Yeah. And in my mind, they were all cool teenagers. Yeah, totally. Like, for me, it's like, they're not even teenagers. I was expecting them all to be like 18, 19, and they're all kids. They're preteens. Uh, speaking of people who are shockingly young, uh, so... I was watching this with Emily and Cassie uh, uh, two days ago, and Emily immediately clocked that one of the girls was like a baby Myla Kunis. Yeah, yeah Chelsea also noticed that. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah, Chelsea. <laughs> High five. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, what about you? What's your history with, with the Honey franchise? Uh, I never even knew about like the Honey We Blew Up the Kid. Uh-huh. I don't, I might have seen Honey, We Shrunk the Kids at uh-huh. some point. I watched this movie. I remember renting it a lot from the video store. I liked it a lot. It was, yeah. uh, and I also watched the TV show, and that was something I enjoyed. Wow, so you, had, you had no context for where the dad got the shrink ray. It's just, well, he's got it. I mean, sure. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes oh. your parents have weird stuff in the attic. Yeah. Oh, so uh, funny story about the, I was the smart TV enough show. to like, surmise. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. So I was just saying, I think I was smart enough to figure it out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I like to think I was a smart kid. <laughs> when you're a kid, too, you don't question things as much. You're like, oh, you got a shrink ray. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, what I was going to say, so Convenient. the TV show, uh, I, I mentioned this before, it's kind of like Family Matters-ish, where it's just a family sitcom with a mad scientist. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember the pilot was uh, the, the dad, the mom, and the daughter are in the family van that gets shrunk, and... Uh, thank goodness the dad converted it to be a fully functional submarine if need be, because they get fantastic voyaged <laughs> into right. the into the mom's dad, <laughs> so like the kid's grandpa, and like the son has to try to find the grandpa, and like the lesson of the episode is get to get to know your grandparents, I guess, because he can't find the grandpa because he doesn't know his first name. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. They like the they like siphon that, electricity s- off of his pacemaker in one shot. God. The only episode of that show I ever saw was uh, one where the mom got, like, mentally de-aged to a teenager. And I just remember, I don't even think I saw the whole episode, just the ending where, like, they're trying to convince her to become an adult again. And she, like, 
doesn't want to because she doesn't want to have to be a mom and have responsibilities. She just wants to be a teen. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like that show Why had wouldn't a- you? Some things in it. <laughs> oh, it, it, went, it went places. Like, it didn't even just stick to sci-fi. Like, there's straight up just episodes with ghosts and shit. Yeah, like, the son tries again. to do a science thing to, like, uh, f- like LASIK his vision at home, basically. Uh, and whoops, he did too good a job, and now he can see ghosts. <laughs> oh! That's not how That's I expected that like, to work. That's story. That's really good. I, n- I need to go back and watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably on, like, Disney Plus. Ooh, probably. We didn't, we didn't see it when we looked for it, but we have Canadian Disney Plus, which oh. is different. Yeah. So. Oh, you know what? That's true. I didn't see it when I looked at this movie either. So we Yeah, I can't, yeah. I, I can't I, believe they didn't want to uh, show off the, the work of Peter, Peter Scolari, the not Tom Hanks from Bosom Buddies. Was, was that show animated or, like, live action? It was live action. It was live action. Yeah, I don't wow, even, I don't I'm surprised there was a live action show Wait, that, like... oh my... It was live... That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it feels like that'd be easier to do animated because of all the special effects and stuff, but... Yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, Emily, I don't think we talked about... I think you said you hadn't seen the other two. Do you have, like, a history with this yeah, movie Yeah, I all? mean, like, I okay, like, the other two, especially the first one, I've seen it, like, here and there on TV. I've seen bits, but, like, yeah. I, I, I'm scared of... I was scared of bugs even more so as a kid. Like, Aww. I don't like bugs, so, like... I didn't want to watch it, and then, like, this one was, like, it was on TV, I guess, and we watched it, and, like, I liked most of it, but then the cockroach scene happened, and I it gave me yeah. nightmares, because, like, it's freaky. It is surprisingly violent. Like, I didn't watch it again this time, because I'm like, I don't want to relive that part of my childhood. I'm just gonna, like, close my <laughs> eyes, but I don't need to watch this part. I could um, see why it was frightening as a kid, but it's it's really tame going back to it as a grown-up. Honestly. I guess, but I don't even yeah. want to see it. I mean, no, I mean, it. I get the Yeah, like, I get it. <laughs> I didn't even uh, want to look at the Daddy Longlegs, but I think I was fine with the Daddy Longlegs as a kid. Because he was, honestly, like, the, the daddy, nice bug. And they really cute him up. They really do cute him up, yeah. They honestly, do. the Daddy Longlegs kind of freaked me out more than the cockroach. But, uh, you, know <laughs> yeah. what, but you know what freaks me out even more than that? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show, ran for three 22-episode seasons. <laughs> There's That's 66 wild. episodes of it. Yeah, they made it. That, <laughs> if I remember correctly, each episode's like an hour long, and they made enough an to hour? syndicate it. I believe so. Wow, no, that can't be. That's impossible. That's yeah, running time per episode, 48 minutes. So plus commercials, <laughs> wow. that's an hour long. Jesus, that's, that's nuts. They put money into that thing. There are 660 cumulative hours of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. <laughs> Wonderful. So really, yeah, the movie, like, the one movie that anyone cares about makes up just a tiny percentage of this franchise. Oh, absolutely. That's two episodes of the TV show. Come on. Yeah. Uh, we should probably start getting into the actual movie. Sounds yeah. good. Anybody got anything else they want to add before we, we we pull the trigger on the shrink ray? I don't think so. Let's let's get shrunk. Let's do it. Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Cass, you can stay big. We'll all just shrink it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it can, it can be like a multi-size thing. You can get like shrunk less severely oh, yeah. than everyone all else. Right. I'm, da- I'm always a well, fan of multi-size. Well, we're gonna be like. Um, 
like uh like 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 gi joe size and you're gonna be like barbie doll size all right like 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 you know we'll be the size of the characters on this show when they're like riding in a hot wheel and you can be the size of the characters in this movie when like they're in other scenes where the scales don't match up properly (laughs) yeah it doesn't work at all in this movie at all i didn't notice that yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's because you're not uh size (laughs) yeah absolutely uh What's what's weird about the the lore of this, and I'm sorry to get too deep into this. It's weird that mm-hmm. he's apparently had this thing for so long, and it has never occurred to Wayne Zielinski to like raise or lower the settings to figure out like the amount of shrinking you want. It's it's no, all this, or nothing. Yeah, this uh, subscribes to a very common like pop culture version of shrink rays, which is it's not like an analog thing. It is like it's not a spectrum. It is discrete. There is. Normal sized and shrunk, and shrunk is however small you look relative to the props in this scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is which is weird because like the second movie's whole thing was the baby was gradually getting bigger. Yeah, no, and this this movie, yeah, this is the kind of shrinking where you almost enter like a shrinking grid, where you're just like in the same scene as normal sized characters, but you're in like a different plane of existence where everything's big. Actually, that do, that does uh, that's another difference between this and the first movie. The first movie had a ton, a ton and maybe it's just because it was from like 1989. The first movie had lots and lots of practical effects and some really effective like sets and puppet work. This is all green screen, all green screen. Uh-huh. Uh, Chelsea, I just want the record to show that Chelsea was just staring daggers at me the entire time you were talking just now because I said the word shrinking grid. See, I, I mean, was having a good it. time. I loved that. <laughs> I was trying to ignore that it happened. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, we opened this movie on the front yard of the Solinsky household. The mailman is here to deliver the mail, and this wacky science family has a funky mailbox that dumps all their mail into a pneumatic tube because they're too goddamn lazy to walk 20 feet out to their mailbox. I do like how he's, like, so amused by it, because he must be doing this, like, every day of the week for, like, years, and he's, like, still like, ah, oh, that's so silly. <laughs> he loves the fancy mailbox. Yeah, I didn't even take it as, like, yeah, I guess he is more bemused with it. For some reason, I was looking at it as, like, oh, Jesus Christ, these fucking people. <laughs> no, you're yeah. right, he looks entertained. He's like, oh, that's cute. See, Luke is bemused wrong, too. Yeah, well... <laughs> Wait. I, was, I was writing something, and Cassie's like, that's not what that word means, and I'm like, oh. Wait, what does bemused mean? It means you're confused. It means, like, very confused. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. It means, like, nonplussed? Yeah. Huh. Okay. No, yeah, nonplussed. I was literally about to bring up the fact that a lot of people use nonplussed wrong, too. Yeah, yeah, that's why I used nonplussed there. Welcome to our grammar podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Grammar Pals. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, the mail comes in, they've got, like, a marquee sign set up to let them know that mail has arrived. That sign, they programmed the shit out of that thing to just automatically display messages. Mm-hmm. It's really, Wayne Selisky, like, invented the fucking, like, you know, Google Home or whatever back in the 90s, because that's what that marquee sign does. Well, just shouts out reminders. What's what's weird about this this early uh, couple of bits of like gadgetry that he has the the marquee sign and the and the pneumatic tube and and like a bunch of automatic grinders and like Rube Goldberg shit and he's got yeah. like a solar powered telephone. None of the things he has are actually like that out there science stuff. Even at the time this movie was made, it was just expensive. Expensive and like complicated, you know. Yeah, like he, it's more that he's yeah. rich than anything. <laughs> 
He's he's wealthy and he has like a good mind for like mechanical stuff, but yeah, until we get to like a little later, there's no real signs that he is a mad scientist genius. Uh but yeah, we we're inside, uh, the mom is on the phone. Uh she, the mail like gets dumped into her oatmeal or whatever. It, it's uh, cereal and Adam, like- the kid why does yeah. she put it in front of that when that must happen like all the fucking time? Like you'd think she would know. That's her cereal spot. She's a busy she needs a vacation. The just said mails arrived, yeah. so it's yeah. like she knows well, it's gonna happen, and she puts it in front of the mail. That's her thing. cereal spot. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. and so what we're gonna get phone. to is no, you know yeah I actually know exactly what happened that is her cereal spot <laughs> that she used for years and Wayne built the entry point to the pneumatic tube right there. They've had this exact conversation, and she just fucking refuses to give up that counter space. He did not consult her first. Well, so she's that talking about how badly she needs to go on this vacation because she's tired of this weird science house. Not necessarily, yeah. not so much the stress of being a mom, just living with this lunatic. And that uh-huh. and that's actually a, a thing we're going to get into in this whole movie is, like, this woman is the most just put-upon woman in the world. Because... Because Wayne Zelensky keeps getting up to all this bullshit. He fucking shrank her kids, then blew up yeah. the baby, and she's yeah. still, like, putting up with this horse shit. Like, I'll, I'll say, like I said, I watched the end of Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, like, you know, ten years ago or whatever. She was way more, like, <laughs> like not as tightly wound in that movie. She's just, like, going along with it in a like, bigger way. Yeah. She's, she's just, like... She's given up on having any aspirations or dreams of her own at this point. I feel like if you are married, if you know Wayne Selinsky, you're either all the way in on his horseshit, or he is the most despicable man you've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) There's no middle ground there. Like, either you enjoy this just as much as he does, or he is, you would just want to stab him. Or both. I guess guess she was, like, the one way, and she's starting to go the other way. Yeah. She's yeah. realized yeah. just how much into it he is. <laughs> right. She's like, maybe he's a little bit ironic about it. No. But no. <laughs> like, and then he said had to start making inventions for every little thing. Right. I think it was you know, fine. It was one thing when he was building a shrink ray in the attic. You know, maybe she's even into that. That would explain a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like invaded their entire home. She like got big once and she's like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. I like it. Yeah, actually, huh. I just waited for him to like, ask me to take a road trip out to the desert so we can maybe try that again. Well, I mean, in, in this, this movie claims that she has ordered him not to use a shrink ray anymore. So. That's true. Does not yeah, say anything about its growth possibilities, though. That's uh, true. She also, uh, it also doesn't say anything about her using the shrink ray. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, okay, he's not allowed to use it. She can. Okay, well, well, about him being not allowed to use it, they say that it's not just her that's banned him from doing it, but the FDA as well, the Food and Drug Administration, which, yes. wild how that's the department of the government that determines you're not allowed to use a shrink ray. I mean, who else would it be? Yeah. I don't know. I just, it feels weird that that's the it's Food and problem. Drug Administration. Maybe he kept yeah. tricking It's a new cows. problem. Someone needs a solution for it. Well, because in the second movie, he's, like, working for a corporation and, like, helping them to reproduce the shrink ray. That's how the, like, growth ray gets invented on accident. I feel like there should be some background lore. It doesn't need to be part of the movie, but, like, this should be a whole new world because he's invented shrinking technology and it should just be, like, common use. Yeah, there's... But there's I guess like that a- would undermine the movie because it's like, ah, oh, just... 
Listen, everyone gets accidentally shrunk sometimes. It's just a thing that happens these days. There's, there's the. Oh, sounds but, like a lot of fic. It sounds like you're writing yeah. a fic there, Mike. I mean, Luke. It, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. I kind of slipped into that territory. In this movie, it's he's supposed to be donating it to the Smithsonian. Yes, yeah. correct. There's so, a like, bully character later who like, like one of the kids is like, "My dad invented a fucking shrink ray," and the kid's just like, "Was so?" So yeah. <laughs> it's like he probably doesn't believe him. <laughs> yeah, if a kid told me, if a child half my height told me that his dad had a shrink ray, I might not believe him. I don't him. think it's a secret, though. Like, they blew up the baby. <laughs> That's true. There's photos of Adam all over, like, the, like, newspapers and stuff. That kid was, like, four when that happened. And, like, th- oh this God, movie's... This, this poor boy! This movie's last shot is of a gigantified tiki. So yeah. it's, like, no, not... we'll get to the tiki. But yeah, I, th- I think that was the implication was at the end of the first movie, they more or less kept it under wraps. But after the second movie, like, the cat's out of the bag. Like, right. that's just it. Well, but yeah, so anyway, Adam, the kid from Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, the kid what got blew up, is here yeah. trying to make lunch for school, but they're out of peanut butter. And his mom just tells him, oh, go talk to your dad. He's the one in charge of household legumes. <laughs> Which, that to me suggests she is more into the Wayne Selinsky bullshit than she lets on, because why would that be how she says it? Yeah, it's true. It's true. I but yeah, Wayne is out in the time. backyard with a bunch of crates. He's got, like, he's made a solar-powered helmet for his, uh, for the house phone. He's, like, trying to invent a cell phone, but they've already been invented at this point. Yeah, that's, like, the the dumbest invention in this movie to me. It was, like, this <laughs> like they're stupid big and blocky and not asshole. practical, but they're less big and blocky than this dumb helmet. Well, he's <laughs> trying to make it solar-powered, because, like, when you, when you want to make a scientist character endearing in a children's film, you make him care a lot about the environment. Does he care a lot about the environment? I feel like this is the only time it even comes up. I think there's up. some bits of that more coming in, uh, in the, when we see the lab. I forget the specifics, okay, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Probably cares a lot about saving on electricity with all the inventions he's got going on. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he can't afford his phone bill because of that pneumatic tube. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, yeah, he's on the phone with the Smithsonian. They want the shrink ray, and he's, yeah, talking to them about uh, how he wants to be the one to, like, be there to put it together because he just thinks he's more responsible than most people as he's ignoring his son, who just wants lunch for school. This child has a bad life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. He, his, his dad's a little neglectful, and, like, also, like, we'll, we'll see later that he's, like, trying to make his kid, like, a little version of him. It's very much a thing where, like, the, these parents already raised two kids, and this one came way later, and they just do not have the energy to raise a child anymore. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. it's very much the inversion of the jock dad trying to make their nerd kid a jock. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, so that is a weird thing, is, is the age gap. Because when we got to Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, like, the older sister had moved out already by that point. Yes. Right. And I Let's believe, talk about this. I believe Nick, the brother, the was, was in that movie, but I think he was in high school. He's like a teenager, and he's like trying to impress a girl who gets brought over to like babysit the baby. Yeah, and then like the final shot of that movie is is him and the girl making out in like a toy car. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so Chill. and so now he's gone, and now we've got and now we have like the really little brother, and like yeah, sometimes parents have kids with with sizable age gaps between them, but like this is this is this is wild here though. It's it's like got to be close to a twenty year age gap. 
Although these yeah. guys have to be like fifty. For this Especially to work. like not just jumping from like this kid to 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 Nick, but all the way up to the older sister. I forget her name. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, I mean, it definitely happens. Like I, yeah. I have a friend who's got like uh, uh, siblings that are like in the f- like f- you know like twenty years older than kind of thing. Uh huh. Yeah, it happens, but like, yeah, it, it's 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 yeah. sizable. Well, listen, hey, it's hey, just just hey, hey, movie. Hey. <laughs> it's it's mostly just sad because they just don't seem to give him much attention. Yeah. He's yeah. lazy. He's making his own lunch for school, and like I guess that's fine, but like she's a stay at home mom and stuff, and she's telling she Is she stay at home? Is she? She must be. As far as we know, they yeah, don't talk about her having like, a job ever. Um he, he seems uh, like, actually, like yeah, yeah, he has to take not. care of himself a lot. Yeah, and like they're out of peanut butter, so Wayne comes in and he's he finds like a can of peanuts to just make peanut butter by putting it in the coffee grinder. But he didn't clean it out first, so it's just full of coffee grounds. What a also, bad scientist. <laughs> yeah. Also, Wayne, you should know the peanut butter isn't just ground peanuts. You should know there's other stuff in there. Yeah. Like butter. Um, not really. Uh, we, we, it's we, pretty we, much just ground peanuts. We glossed over the part what where he's like, like talking about making a gramophone. He's like, what's a gramophone? An old record player. What's a record player? An old CD player. Why did you Slurpee? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. We're just. I'm we're watching the scene. We're like Wayne's getting ready for work after making the peanut butter, and his wife comes down downstairs, holding, holding like a yeah, comes down from upstairs, holding like a newspaper in one hand and a Slurpee in the other. Where'd she get this Slurpee? He's, he made a Slurpee machine. You know Why what? Not? Actually, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Wayne, you're gonna build all these fucking bullshit pneumatic tubes, and you're gonna put a tiki man in the living room. Listen. I want a Slurpee machine in the foyer, and that is not an like that is not a request. All right, That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, she pretends like she's exhausted by her husband's antics, but she's into him. Uh, but yeah, her big thing in this movie also, is she uh, desperately wants to go on vacation. What's up, Chelsea? <laughs> Nothing. I know we just like talk through the plot, but why don't she have a Slurpee? <laughs> We've come up with an explanation in fiction, but yeah, when they're making this set, why did they give this actress a Slurpee? Is this product placement? They couldn't come up with any other way to put it in? The brand on the on the cup is not, like, in the frame, really, though. Her Like, the wrong side of the cup is facing the camera. No, I, think, I can see Slurpee on it. Did you? Okay. Yeah, but it's not, like, prominent. It's not prominent. Yeah, it's it's a bizarre choice. Another bizarre <laughs> yeah. choice is that they have a seven foot tall tiki head she's in their also, living room. She's also yeah. holding like comics. Okay. Maybe she was cleaning but out. Did, did we room. talk oh, about maybe. science camp though? That's a big thread in the movie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They want to send Adam to Camp Isosceles, the science camp, for the third year in the which uh, apparently row. his siblings went to and, and enjoyed. Yeah, well, Nick went to it and really liked it, but his sister went to Shakespeare Camp. Which he also doesn't like because it's also nerd shit, just a different kind of nerd yeah, shit. Yeah, different kind of nerd shit. And he, and but he wants to go to baseball camp, and his dad and his is not just listening. Just kind of like to shrug him. him off and ignore him when he mentions the yeah. idea of baseball camp. Yeah, that's that's so the weird kids thing. Do what they want. I get I get why Wayne uh, shrugs that off. He's a piece of shit. But I don't get why yeah. the mom doesn't care. She's too busy. She needs a vacation. Yeah. She needs a vacation more than anything else in the world. Yes. She is like all she cares about is this vacation. If she goes one more day without a vacation, she is going to have a nervous breakdown. She threatens people in this movie for her vacation. <coughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, 
I, I will say this, kind of getting back to Wayne being a piece of shit, that's that's another weird difference between watching these movies as a kid and going back and visiting it as an adult. Mm-hmm. It's like, as a kid, it's like, oh man, this dude built a shrink ray, he's a wild man scientist, he's so cool, isn't that great? And then he watches the tells like, oh man, this guy is a terrible husband and father. Fuck <laughs> this dude. But he did invent a shrink ray, so it's impossible to say if he's good or bad. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because Wayne is now the president of uh, his own company. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. St- and, and he says Solinsky presidents Labs. have Solinsky less Labs. freedom than any, everyone and less fun. I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. Sure, like, I'm buddy. not allowed to have any fun ever, Adam. Bull. And then, like, his wife comes out and says, you need to get rid of this fucking giant tiki head you bought. I'm, I'm sure the president of the company does does more work than anyone else in it, right? Right. Yeah. yeah like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> fuck you, movie, for trying to say that. <laughs> well, he's not doing the kind of work he wants to do. I Yeah, I, I can buy, because I don't think Solinsky Labs is a giant company or anything. I can buy that he is constantly doing paperwork How and shit. How are they not a giant company? He made a shrink ray. It's a very small company, actually. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe it. I, I, they're, they're well off, these people. Like, they're rich. <laughs> they're like the yeah. ultimate startup. We're going to see their fucking cartoon laboratory in a bit. They're, they're, an, independ- yeah, they, I- they're an independent company like CDPR is. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> very topical. Good job. I know. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> But yeah, Wayne bought a giant tiki head because he's never allowed to have any fun and he just wanted to have fun and buy a tiki head. And his wife fucking hates it you know, and wants just, him to get just rid of it. He's like, cultural artifact. No big deal. Yeah. No, it, we, we hear later it came from a mini golf course. I thought you said it belongs in a yeah, mini golf course. Yeah, belongs in a mini golf course. Yeah, he, he's saying he it's a Polynesian this god. From, like, I kind of swore he, they said that like when they were carrying it up the stairs. Like, you might be right. I don't know for sure. Uh, but yeah, she is like not even willing to have a conversation about it. She's like, no, fuck it. I'm going on vacation. And by the time I get back, it is going to be gone. You piece of shit. He's like, like, oh, fine. That really just adds to his whole thing is like his, his thing is like, oh, you know, what would be kooky and fun. Let me, let me purchase an idol from a, from a foreign religion and just put it in my (laughs) living room. Yeah, it's yeah. the thing, like, he doesn't even put it in, like, the backyard or somewhere where it makes, like, looks good. It's just next to the staircase in the middle of the fucking living room, like. Right. <laughs> also, you're here telling me he doesn't get to have any fun ever when, like, this movie opened with his fun, kooky mail delivery system. That's yeah. not fun, kooky. It's the fut- it's futuristic and convenient. Yeah, but you know he had a blast designing and installing that thing. Yeah, because he likes making things. Right, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So the kid, um, get back into what's happening in the movie. The kid puts chow mein in his lunch bag, and I don't understand what this is. Like, it's a tube of chow mein. Is that a thing you can eat? Like, what? Is it I a think can? It's just supposed to be a yeah, can like, of it. Yeah, it's like dried noodles or something. I think. But how is he gonna eat that? For like, it's I'm I so. Don't, conf- I don't think he thought that far ahead. He well, just the can't mom make a sandwich because like, he doesn't. What have... are you doing? And he's like, oh, you know, and she doesn't say anything about it. Like, she doesn't care. She needs a vacation. Nothing matters but this vacation. One yeah. thing I will say I like about this movie is that, in spite of all the sci-fi horse shit that Wayne's installed in this house, it looks like a house that people live in. Like this kitchen's just a mess in a very believable way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like they got newspapers good, good all over the place. Dressers. Yeah, you got Slurpees. You know, just like a house. 
Yeah. Well, I think one reason <laughs> I, I noticed in that last shot with the with the kid putting the stuff in the lunch bag, it's all brand cereal with the brand facing the camera. So well, I think they're like killing two birds of one stone there, where it's like, here's all our sponsors, and it's a believable kitchen. Right. <laughs> Also, and, there's uh, a yeah, they have like the talk about yeah. Oh, you don't have to go to uh, math camp if you don't want to. You can go to Shakespeare camp instead. And he's just like, oh, okay. And they get interrupted by their uh, by his aunt like running into their trash cans outside with her car. Yeah, so we're gonna find out that this uh, this aunt's uh, whole thing. She has she has two characters. Oh, wait, it's foreshadows the daddy long. Yeah, we skipped over the the daddy long. Oh, oh you're, yeah, you're right. It's right. so important. It's it is incredibly Very important. important. Actually, no, I, I, that's not sarcasm. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, no, yeah. Go oh. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, she's about to kill a daddy long legs, and then uh, the kid is like, "No, daddy long legs are nice. Actually, they're they, good. They kill other bugs. They kill the bugs you don't like." Yeah, you don't um, see any yeah, the bugs on- in the oh, shot. Oh yeah, there is there is absolutely no bugs on that wall. No, no, no. Uh, the the aunt gets out of her car and puts like a wooden block behind her wheel. Yeah, so her her car's making some weird noises, and she just knows that the e brake is about to go out. Right, she explains like, "Oh, I'm just worried the brake might, uh, you know, not fail, and like, you know, anything can happen." So I'm trying to be safety conscious and just put a block behind the tire, like you would for like an airplane. And obviously, this is a funny joke about how paranoid and neurotic this woman is, right? Of course, <laughs> obviously, abs- she's not correct about this because it's a silly and ridiculous thing for someone to think. Oh, absolutely. And a ridiculous solution to that problem, even if you do think that's what's happening. Yeah, she's just <laughs> right this entire movie, actually. It's, why is she right the whole time? Why do they treat her like a neurotic weirdo when she's just right? Yeah, the, the, what I was going to say is, like, her whole thing is, one, being paranoid about the breaks, and two, just kind of, she just cares a lot about being a mom, like, a lot, a lot, and that's kind of her whole characterization. Yeah. She's like a very overprotective mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has two kids whose names I do not remember. <laughs> the boy's name is Mitch, because I'm on that subtitle right now. Right, yeah, <laughs> Mitch. And then what's the girl's name? We'll find out. We'll find time. out. <laughs> yeah. But ba- basically, all you need to know is, like, uh, the, the kid, what, what is it, Adam? Uh, his two cousins come over, and they're the other primary child characters in this movie. Uh, uh, an older sister right. and a younger brother. <laughs> and this entire, like side of the family is all new for this movie, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. we haven't we haven't met him yet, but Wayne Zelinsky has a scientist brother that he had the whole time that we didn't know right. about oh, apparently. Wow, I, I I mean like I've only seen this one. I figured he was in the other one. Oh no, these are no, all new he's new. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Alright. Uh we also set up the important thing that Mitch has a potassium deficiency. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get to it on this part, but this is the movie that taught me that bananas have potassium. Hey, same. Same, yeah. Same, yeah. <laughs> and, I, I mean, as a trans woman, we have to worry a lot about potassium because we take a drug that gives us a ton of it. So, yeah. I guess if this kid it turns out being translated, they'll they'll have, like, a leg up? <laughs> hey, perfect. <laughs> okay, uh, the aunt's name is Patty, I just learned. Yes. Still don't know what the, the wife's name is, though. Is it Dana? Okay, so we know yeah. the girl's Let's name is that. Jenny now. Yes. 
Jenny. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to be able to keep not, all these names straight. Yeah, I'm not going to commit any of these names to memory. I will probably be able to keep them straight now. Maybe more when they're more relevant characters. Yeah, uh, we cut to Wayne at work. He's giving, like, a presentation to his shareholders or something. Uh, yeah, he's trying he's to just do like, a, a, a PowerPoint presentation, and he's doing the worst job imaginable. Yeah. Like, so bad that it doesn't even seem realistic. Who's controlling those slides? I feel like it's their I fault. I bet he has it... I, I bet he has it set up to do it automatically, like timed correctly, and he fucked up the timing. And he just—it yeah, it yeah. seems like he just did not even practice this PowerPoint presentation at all. He, he definitely did. He was stuff. too busy testing his uh, his solar powered telephone, right? But like, if he didn't yeah. give a shit, he he would get so like flop sweaty about it. I don't think. Well, I yeah. think he's like okay. Well, like, I shouldn't say he doesn't give a shit, but he's like, like. It's ADHD brain of like this is later. This isn't now. I don't have to worry about it now. I have to worry about it yeah. later. I'll get to it later, and then he never does. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so for for being a a, a kind of slapstick, fanciful comedy starring Rick Moranis, you don't really get to see him like you don't really get to see him use those chops very much. This is kind of the most you get of that is in this bit where he's fucking up the PowerPoint presentation and then all the stuff in the yeah. lab. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I do like the bit at the end where like it cuts to this uh, uh, Solinsky Labs logo, which is just the AOL guy with a giant like beaker over his shoulder. <laughs> it really is. And Wayne like tries to strike the same pose like a dipshit. It's a, that's a good joke. It, it is good. Yeah. <laughs> and his his brother's like, "Wow, great performance, dude." Um, yeah, wasn't that a great speech, everybody? Yeah, okay, but we got brunch downstairs, and everyone's like, ooh, brunch! <laughs> I didn't yeah. expect brunch! <laughs> yeah, they're all so excited about this brunch! I mean, I would this be. This is how they established that, uh, Gordon yeah, Solinsky's like main uh, character trait is that he's good with people, because he gave them a brunch buffet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Wayne's fucking up the ends his fucked up, uh, thing, and he comes in and saves it for him. And I think I've been watching way too many Marvel movies because I felt like this guy was going to, like, take the company from Wayne, like, evilly or something for, like, five <laughs> yeah, seconds. Yeah, I definitely thought that, too. Like, I thought he was just like, oh, I can't stand my br- uh, my dumb brother. He can't do anything. I like that he just kind of likes Wayne and is just, like, his yeah, friend and no, is into I, the same stuff. I totally appreciated that it wasn't that. I was just, like, scared for a second. But, like, no, they're, yeah, like, yeah. good brothers. They're good to each other. <laughs> And I like yeah. that. I like it. Like the whole. Well, they get mad at each other, but like in believable, realistic ways. <laughs> I want to say I like Gordon and I like the relationship. Yeah, the thing they're going to figure out is like the brother's not really so good at this science thing, and Wayne's not so good at this dealing with people thing, and they each realize that oh, I have the job that you should have, and it's a warm, fuzzy lesson and right. stuff. But first, we get a tour of Solinsky Labs and. The idea that Wayne doesn't get to have any fun at work is horseshit because he works at Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a science lab. I love his first invention where it's a translator for dogs. <laughs> and Bark just Yeah, this dog just keeps saying hello over and over again and the scientist with him is just like, like, apparently that's what Bark means. No, woof. Woof means hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bark means feed me. So how how accurate is this uh, is this scene, Emily, as as our resident dog? <laughs> um, well, he definitely said hello, but did, then you know, he, hello, hello, feed me. Well, hello, Does hello, feed me. Like... Get this thing off me. What the fuck is this? Can we play ball? That kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good doggo. 
Yeah. He's a good doggo. It's a cute dog. You know, it's a good joke. Uh, but yeah, Gordon is working on a new invention that he's having some trouble Project with. Project Green Lantern. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like the superhero? Yeah, that's a way cooler name than this deserves, because it's not about making, like, hard light or anything, which... With the weight, considering a shrink raise on the table, hard light constructs feel like they might be something they're working on, but not here. This is, uh, they had the idea of a bioluminescent drink they could give to, uh, construction workers that would make them glow in the dark so that it's safer for them to work at night. Because, you know, clothes that glow is just too hard. (laughs) Yeah, right, like, this is a solved problem already. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, the problem is that when you drink it, it just sits in your stomach until you, like, piss it out later. Yeah. Uh, and they just have a scene where they tr- they both drink some and then turn the lights off. And, uh, then they just, uh, they show pull, their pull up their shirts and show off their, their glow bellies to each other. Yeah. And also Wayne instantly has a solution for this problem. Like, yeah. it's easy, simple. I'm a science man, I know how to figure this out. He's like, oh, dang, I missed doing all this science. It should go for the calcium channel. Just mix it with milk. I don't know if that's fucking science at all, if that's real science. Yeah, it needs to get absorbed into the bloodstream, so you should just mix it with milk, and that'll make it happen. Didn't know milk went right into your veins when you drank it. (laughs) (laughs) If that was true, my veins would be entirely milk. (laughs) I drink a lot of milk. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, so a lady comes in and sees them standing around with their bellies at each other, and it's funny. I Well, the <laughs> weird is thing funny. is, is, like, they don't, like, lower their shirts immediately. They, like, face her with their bellies exposed. Like, what, dudes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, so, uh, they get, they get invited to go to, like, a space shuttle launch. And yes. Wayne, like, immediately forgets the plans that, uh his wife and his sister-in-law have and goes to call her and be like, Hey, change of plans. I'm going to the shuttle. And she is going to pick up and yell at him to fuck off with that nonsense, but not until after he leaves a message on the voicemail saying change of plans. I'm leaving for the night, which is crucial. Sure, I think they believe I mean, we set this up I, because she can't find the receiver to the phone because it's plugged into his dumb helmet that he was doing shit with I, earlier. I do yeah, appreciate yeah. though that he was like immediately like, I will call my wife first to make sure that this is... Because he, he knows he's a forgetful person. Like, he's like, yeah. I need to call my wife first. But, yeah. like It's not like he's like, oh, I'm sure she'll be fine with it. He doesn't want to call her, at least. Yeah. Also, real quick, the wife's name is not Dana, it's Diane. Pretty okay. close. <laughs> we got close. Uh, Diane is also acting as if they are leaving the kids home alone for the weekend, even though the dads are going to be there. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. They're very irresponsible. Look at them. You can't trust dads. <laughs> right. Only moms well, know how not, to be parents. At least not... I mean, okay, listen, the brother, probably fine. Probably a great dad. Wayne? He's not a great dad. <laughs> I almost feel like they would have been better off with just Gordon there instead of Gordon and Wayne. <laughs> uh, Gordon they very Wayne. much would be. Yeah. Yeah, because if Wayne wasn't there, they wouldn't have fucking got shrunk. Even ignoring that... <laughs> Even if it was just a normal weekend, I feel like I trust Gordon by himself. I feel like Wayne is bad on his own and is also a bad influence on his brother. True, true, true. I do like um, when they're they're doing their meeting before everything and she goes like, oh, a weekend without mommies. And I'm like, damn, that's the worst weekend. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, also crucially, <laughs> uh, she puts some money for pizza on like a poster board. Yeah, that's um, what I was trying to get around to. What I was saying, that, like, she's she's behaving as if she's just leaving the kids home alone. It's like, ah, there's some money on the bulletin board because I don't trust my husband to feed my children. I mean, after what happened this morning, a valid fear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> True. We literally just established that he can't feed his children. Yeah, you know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the moms take off. Uh, like, Jenny wants to have uh, friends over, and her mom won't let her. Uh, and yeah, they give him a bunch of rules. Like, ah, no rollerblade. A bunch of... They give them a bunch of things they're not allowed to do, which is just a list of things that children are going to be doing in this movie. <laughs> yep. Uh, and Including y- telling Wayne to give her the tiki-, tiki Man. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. It, Diane makes it clear she does not want to see that Tiki Man in the house by the time she's back. Yeah, understandably, that thing is an right. eyesore. And uh, Wayne establishes that he has a whole weekend full of fun (laughs) edutaining activities for the kids. Hold on, Gordon's already breaking the rules. No raiding the fridge with, uh, between meals. Oh yeah, Gordon immediately went in and like, fixed himself a bowl of cereal. It's like, 4 p.m. Oh, he's eating ice cream. Is he eating ice cream? (laughs) It's ice cream. (laughs) That's really good. I didn't notice that the first time. That's a great power move to just eat ice cream in front of your kids without offering them any. Maybe he isn't so, so good. But what I love about this uh, this edutainment plan is that it's actually a fake out. Like, he deliberately gets it. He's like, I'm going to take some gumdrops and some marshmallows, and then we're going to take some, uh, like, toothpicks and, and make some water molecules. But, oh, shit, I forgot the toothpicks. Here, kids, have, like, way more money than it takes to actually buy those and head to the food mart. Yeah, and, like, buy any snacks you want with the change left over. Yeah. Well, she, she, he, get, uh, he gives her a ten. And yeah. they come back with a lot of snacks and goddamn the 90s. They come back with like $25 worth of snacks. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, bearing in mind that this is 1997 money. That is super cheap in No, even adjusting for inflation, that is a preposterous amount of food for $10. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's like, yeah, it was just a, the 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 brother is like, wow, you, you, you know you gave them more money than they needed for that. And he's like, yeah, of course. It was a ruse. Help me move the Tiki Man, motherfucker. Let's go. Now, that said, I think that if, like, his plan is they're going to go do the Tiki Man thing, and then when the kids get back, he is going to make them make molecules out of gumdrops and marshmallows. <laughs> oh, yeah, he wants to like, do the dirty shit. He does think that's a fun afternoon for the kids to have. <laughs> Can't let them go to waste. No, yeah. I just think, like, because his thing is, when he's explaining the ruse, he turns to his brother and he's like, listen. I didn't forget the toothpicks. Like, the joke is not, this whole thing was a ruse. It was, you think I would forget the toothpicks when I was planning <laughs> model molecules? Come on. You know me better than this. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, his plan is they're going to move the Tiki Man up to the attic and use the shrink ray on it so he can keep it with him at all times. Which, honestly, like, that's a decent plan. Seems like a yeah. good compromise, if not for the fact that he's been banned by the federal government from ever using the shrink ray. And his yeah, wife. Like, and when, his wife. his wife finds out that he was going to just keep the tiki mask, and, and she's so mad about it, but, like, it's not, like, yes, he shrunk you, that's something to be mad about, but that honestly was a good solution. Well, here's the yeah. thing. Yeah. 
if he if he and his brother had just turned the shrink ray off, you know, before going oh, and looking yeah, at the tube, like like if they just hadn't been dipshits about, yeah, if they just yeah. hadn't been dipshits about it, like this would have worked. Uh huh. Because like they they hear it being powered up and they're like, ah, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. There, there's absolutely no Rube Goldberg shit going on here. No. It is, uh, yeah, he just whips out the shrink ray, which he's got all put together and polished up because he was sending it to the Smithsonian. Yeah. It, it looks simultaneously a lot cleaner and a lot faker than the shrink ray from the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, this this thing looks more like he's been taking care of it, but it also looks like it wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we get the, uh, like, running gag established that he's been banned by both the FDA and his wife from ever shrinking anything again. And again, I'm telling you, his wife was specifically saying he's not allowed to do it. She can shrink whatever she wants. <laughs> you just really want this to be a thing, Luke. She's mad that she got shrunk. That's not what she's into. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's so mad later. <laughs> Okay, Luke. She's like, well, earlier when I was unaware, I was kind of like, I need this. She she really took a gamble on marrying a dude who theoretically <laughs> thought he could build a shrink race someday, and by right. God, in some ways, it paid off. But I think the way I'm imagining is that uh, when she got blown up at the end of Honey, I blew up the kid. That's when it like really kicked in for her. Oh, totally. I like how there's, she no, that helicopter. there's no evidence for this yeah. besides Luke being horny for it. She did, she did get <laughs> to destroyed Las Vegas. It's not just Luke, as he says. <laughs> I'm glad you two are uh, Yeah, so they're going to fire up the shrink ray. Meanwhile, we're with the moms who are f- like... Uh, uh, Patty brought a cassette tape of Neil Diamond and Diane is freaking the fuck out over it. <laughs> It's such a normal thing to do to bring the music you like on a road trip. Like, what the heck? Yeah, they really <laughs> there, need to get out more. There are so many like boomer jokes in this movie aimed at children. Yeah, but I, you know, I think the idea is like, oh, your parent, like your parents, and you, you're talking a different language. It's a family movie. Yeah, yeah. Like as I was, as a kid, I was like, oh, these these adult nerds. What are they doing right. listening to that? They should be listening yeah, to the Backstreet yeah, yeah. Boys. <laughs> I'm looking at the shrink rate, which has these this like twin railing going around it. That is how the whole like dumb domino effect is going to happen that shrinks them. And this rail clearly has a dent in it right above the button, so that the pool, the billiard ball, can fall onto it. It's great. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they are setting up the machine. Oh, uh, um, yes, we missed the medicine. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, I left out the part, yeah. While they're getting the Neil Diamond cassette out, Patty realizes she forgot Mitch's uh, potassium medication, and they have to go back. And Diane yep. uh, looks devastated, but understands that this is one of the few things, that, like, ah, god damn it, fine, we'll go back and give your dumb son his life-saving medication. <laughs> okay, <It's> a- <laughs> that's her nephew. I think she cares. <laughs> I guess we'll make sure that my nephew survives the weekend, I guess. I guess. Well, apparently all he had to do was eat a lot of bananas, so. Right. Yeah, I meant to look up a... That's next part. That's next part. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time. I, I won't be there, so I gotta make the jokes now. No, sure, sure, sure. sure. We're just not gonna go deep on banana talk. As far as contrivances to get them back to the house, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. 
but yeah, uh, Wayne and Gordon fire up the shrinking machine. It's got a great shitty like video monitor on it that I love. Yeah, there's a whole thing where like he talks about how it's a critical mass, which I don't think was a thing that it used to have to do. I don't know. I also I don't isn't remember. like critical mass like a bad thing usually. <laughs> What would happen if he hit the button before it hits 100%? Would it, like, shrink less? Probably. Is or this thing nuclear? Shrink. No, this sucker's electrical. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, they shrink the Tiki Man, and, like, it immediately, like, vanishes, and they decide, hey, let's get down on the ground with our backs to the shrink ray that's still powered on, and get out magnifying glasses to look around to find it. They hear is, it is, firing back up, and Wayne's like, ah, don't worry about it. It can't be activated remotely anymore, and there's no one else around to push the button. Let's, and he doesn't even put the glass casing down. Yeah. It was, yeah, was he was intending for this the whole time? He wanted it a little bit. He wanted to be shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, he didn't flip the case down. That's, In his very, very minor defense... Uh, he does say that he deliberately sent the kids away out of the house before doing this because he didn't want to shrink them again. But yeah, like, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't responsible the kids he makes. I'm just, I'm just saying there's a lot of precautions they could have take, taken. Like, like, I mean, there's literally, like, his brother, like, points it out, like, oh, it's revving up. And he's like, oh, it's fine. Like, he's playing this. He's like, oh, okay, the billiard ball's gonna fall any second now. <laughs> this is another one of his ruses. It's not just the, that Wayne does this. It's that, like, his brother should be like, well, listen, this kid, this this guy shrunk his kids and then blew up his other kid. Maybe when he says, eh, it'll be fine, maybe I shouldn't listen. Maybe yeah, I shouldn't stand in the danger zone. Chelsea, you look like you're thinking about something. I- the, what the shrink ray actually shrinks is very situational. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Because, like, it only shrunk them. Also, there's, like, a little bolt, uh, ne- like, normal size to a normal person-sized bolt away from them, probably so someone can sit down in disgust later. Right. And that didn't shrink. Yeah. And well, I guess the ray, like, hit at, like, a certain level. Like, you know, it's gotta be what the beam strikes, you know? Yes. Yeah. Listen, but if, yes, if it's it just, shrinks if it's just what, what it means to shrink strikes. for the scene. Why does it shrink both of them? The beam hits both right. of them. Okay. I mean, it's established it that this thing shrinks people in pairs, generally speaking. Like, that's just, that's just established. <laughs> that's how the first movie works. It's just, it's how it works. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they're stuck, shrunk on the floor, freaking the fuck out. Uh, you know, the, the shrinking scene for them is in first person. Like, you just see the Tiki Man through the magnifying glass slowly get bigger. That's a fun like, shot. Oh, I dang, think that, the that's Tiki a- Man grew back, and then they look around like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, that, that, I, I think that's a fun way to do that. Yeah, sure. Uh, but then the wives get home, and Diane is immediately like, Aw, Wayne did get rid of the Tiki Man. You have been out of the house for, like, ten minutes. You know that logically he couldn't have possibly gotten rid of it yet. I mean, they moved it pretty quickly. They could have d- put it somewhere. They could have put it in the backyard. Yeah. Sure, but that's not getting rid of it. No, but it's working for it. It's working towards yeah, it. you know. Uh, they drop the medicine off on the kitchen counter, and they're gonna just go. But then Diane's like, hey. Why don't we sneak upstairs and see what our husbands get up to when they think we're gone, huh? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Me- meanwhile, okay, the brother so- is understandably about to beat the shit out of Wayne. So yes. maybe Diane and Wayne planned this, but they did not plan on a second ball shrinking Diane. 
You're uh, saying, okay, I'm, I'm putting together an understanding of what you're saying. You think Diane, like, you think Patty put the medicine on the counter and Diane slipped it back into her purse to force them to go back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. This was all, <laughs> okay. this was Diane's real vacation, you're saying. Okay, but then why why would she rope her her sister uh, her sister in law and her brother in law in into this whole thing? <sighs> That's a good question. Oh, that is a good question. Well, I mean, yeah, Cassie, this is your theory. Of, oh, you know, no. What do you got? I don't have any answers for that one. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll have to think about I, it I as we answers, go. Maybe an answer. But they're will... not good answers yeah. for them being related to okay. each other. <laughs> I guess that's right, true. That's the I have I have only bad answers for this one. <laughs> well, I mean, Patty and Diane aren't related. Well, no, but it's still weird. <laughs> yeah, they might have been thinking, like, mm. yeah, maybe I they don't didn't know. think through. The is Diane like in the patty and is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna get her in on this thing that I like. <laughs> Diane, Diane's thinking she's gonna cuck her brother-in-law. Let's keep her in Oh my god! God damn it! Oh, I love this podcast. <laughs> go on and on. But yeah, so uh, we we get we get the the signature line of "They could step on us." That was a trailer line. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, it's just a little little bit of bumbling around, and then the the ladies get small. Yeah, just just some fun green screen of them running around trying to avoid their wife's you know feet. Like As you do. do. And then, yeah, and then yeah, a second billiard ball falls down because. Now, we've already talked about how Gordon's kind of an idiot. Diane sees the shrink ray, and she can certainly hear it going. And her and she leads Patty to stand immediately, like, directly yeah. on the yellow square that indicates where the shrink ray targets should be. I feel, again, this feels like an unforced error in a way that raises <laughs> some motive, like questions about motivation. Hey, why do they have that square for the shrink ray if he's not supposed to be using it anymore? <laughs> well, well, I assume he got it out when he set up the shrink ray. Or, like, okay. they, they put the square there. They get, they get rid of the shrink ray, but, like, why are they going to get rid of the square? <laughs> yeah. It's installed in the floor. The only thing that went wrong here is that Rick forgot to set it on giant before going to look for the tiki. Because he <laughs> was that was the plan. solved it. Okay. All right. This whole thing is starts off as an elaborate role play. Patty is also in on it. Maybe Gordon is too. Not cl- nah, I don't think he is, maybe. I don't think nah, Patty he might or be. Gordon are say. in on it. I think Diane and Rick are the only ones, or Wayne, rather, are the only ones Wait. who, like... So I'm saying the idea was that Rick was uh, Wayne was supposed to switch it to grow and failed to set it up properly. They, and then, you know, now they're all shrunk, and that's when the plan falls apart. Hold on. Exactly. If, if he was, was going to... The wives were going to get zapped with grow... They destroy the house, and no, like I get that that's part of the game. Remember, honey, I blew up a kid. The growth rate works differently. You grow a little bit every time you touch something electronic. Well, the growth machine was different from this machine. That's why it worked differently. What? Okay, yeah, this, this I, one I just grows was, things yeah. straight up. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm just saying there's precedent for it being a fast shrink, slow growth scenario. He could have, yeah, he could have altered the shrink machine to be able to grow stuff now. It was just yeah, a reverse once they figured it out. Gonna... What's up, Chelsea? I was going to say he got the kinks out, but according to you people. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea, you're just trying to have a little bit of fun. I adore you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
but yeah, so we we get the the whole the whole freak out, uh, and and Dana's like yelling at Wayne's like, oh, we, are we shrunk? He's like, yeah, I mean, I guess, and she faints because that's her signature thing in this series. Yeah. And uh, it's weird yeah, that they that's start- her signature thing. Like she faints and uh, she does an identical, just falling down backwards faint take in all three films. Uh huh. Yeah. It's her signature thing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, she sees the Tiki Man, and in spite of everything, she is she has got enough capacity to be mad that he was going to shrink the Tiki Man. Like, Priorities, again, why, I guess. Why do you care? Like, I understand being mad about the other shit. Why do you care if he shrinks the Tiki Man? Because she specifically told him to get rid of it, not to shrink it. Right. Yeah, I think I think she's just mad that he thought he could get one over on her when he's clearly this much of a dipshit. Right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they all uh, talk about how they need to get off the floor because there might be bugs and stuff. And uh, they start trying to think about like what they're going to do here. And they decide to climb a wicker chair. Yep. Okay, so we, we we get a very specific mention of their scale. They are smaller than a raisin. Yes. Well, she just says that. She I guess know. that's true. She doesn't know. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. But, I mean, you see the diamond plating of the thing. You get a sense of how big that is. They're yeah. like, I don't know, less than an inch, I'd say. Or maybe an inch. I think the only specific, like, precise oh. measurement anyone ever gives is late in the movie, uh, Wayne tells his brother, Gordon, you're three quarters of an inch tall. And that was that was yes. like that was another trailer line, right? Uh, Which I'm pretty sure is way too big to fit in the chair of a Hot Wheels. Oh, absolutely! Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they play so fast and loose with scale in this movie. Yeah, and in fairness, I think that just happens in this series all the time. Like it's never going to be 100 like, basically everything with size changing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but in in this, it's 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 pretty. Uh, it ha- it happens a lot. Yeah. But so we're we're gonna get this shot of I'm pretty sure the way they do this is they make like they they made kind of a a, a mock up of the of the wicker chair like straw and then just oh no it, it, it like turned it sideways I think so the mm-hmm. actors didn't have to work too hard to climb it probably yeah like a oh, Batman yeah. and Robin thing oh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, props to, to to Gordon for being the first one up there he's a big dude but obviously he's athletic. Yeah. yeah, like that's a hard climb up a yeah, chair. Yeah, he, he does a lot of climbing in this movie. He's he's really all all uh, all over it. Yeah, uh, and then they have to like walk across a random like I guess this is like a bit of wood that's like fraying off of the chair or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I I know we're not no one here is a physicist, but they're secured of falling. And, and if you were actually had a person shrunk, because like when you when an ant yeah. falls off a table, it doesn't get hurt. Right, because you weigh so much less, there's actually not that much force to the impact. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So they'd actually be fine if they fell. Mm-hmm. It's, Probably. It's hard to be sure, because we don't know, like, what the huh. physics of this are. Like, we don't know, like, how much of, like, Ant-Man rules we're working with, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, definitely- those are like, yeah, that's true, but on the other hand, like, also, they literally don't have enough volume in their skulls for enough brain matter to be there for them to think like people. So you really can't have this conversation, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. If you try to analyze it at all, it stops making sense. Uh, but I, I do want to say at least, like, the shrunken people falling from great heights and surviving is, like, not only something that happens a lot in this movie, but it's 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 kind of established in in previous stuff as well, you know? Oh, yeah. As long as you land on something relatively soft, you're probably fine. Right. 
Uh, but yeah, they get to the windowsill and they see that the car is parked in the driveway. And they're like, oh, okay, great. The kids will see that we're here and look around and find us. We're saved. No problem. But then it turns out that her emergency brake really was breaking and she forgot to put the wooden block in front of it. And it... <laughs> I do like the shot of it just rolling backwards out of their driveway and then going all the way up into the ne- the neighbor across the street's driveway. Like perfectly. It, does, it doesn't hit anything, you know, like that could yeah. set it off as being a weird thing. It just goes right in. Not only yeah. that, but it's it's the perfect setup because this, the house whose driveway it pulls into is marked as for sale. So no one lives uh-huh. there. So it's not yeah. going to be out of place. And like the the kids did were not looking ahead at all because they are roll rollerblading right by the car as it rolls away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't pay any attention. Yeah, the roll the kids have rollerbladed back to the house. They have also I love that they're snacks. all rollerbladers. They all could <laughs> yeah. Roller it's blade. the nineties. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I love, love the how 90s. much bring Although, bring rollerblades back. <laughs> also, they they all have Slurpees and they're like. Wow, getting Slurpees from, like, a 7-Eleven and not your Slurpee machine. Wild. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she just ran out of the house and bought a Slurpee the mom. Like, it's really close by the corner store. I I think Chelsea's probably right that that was an empty Slurpee cup that she was picking up from Adam's room. Oh, That could be, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't catch Chelsea say that, sorry. But, uh... Maybe. like I like that uh, potassium deficiency brother uh, is covered with so much padding. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. I know he's a sick kid, but like that doesn't change his how he's very. Oh, I think that's so just completely mom's... unrelated. This kid's a klutz. I think his mom's super overprotective, and that's why how she makes him pad up, and he didn't think about the fact that she's not around. But like, does his potassium deficiency make his bones more brittle? Like, what? No, no, I don't think at all. I think her his mom is just a worrywart. Yeah. Jenny's not wearing all these pads. Yeah, but yep. Jenny's like a rebellious 13-year-old. And she okay. also doesn't have a potassium deficiency. Yeah. So, yeah, so the kids come home uh, having spent $10 on two weeks worth of groceries. And they're and the parents are like, man, how are we, how we going to get down? We got we to gotta find a way downstairs. Oh, first uh, they find the recording of Wayne saying that he's going to go see the space shuttle. So they, they that's, that's what they think their dads are. Yeah, right, so they're under the impression that they're completely home alone, and they see the money for pizza on the bulletin board. It cuts back to the adults being like, well, obviously when they realize we're gone, they're going to panic and be like really worried and afraid. It just cuts to them fucking celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just because throwing of bags of chips. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I have to get, like, like, they each bought a Slurpee, and there's like five chip bags, and it was $10. There's so many Tostitos. <laughs> They have three huge paper bags full of other bags of chips. <laughs> Jenny had a vision of the future that she would need these chips for the party she's going to throw. <laughs> then again, her friends also bring tons of bags of chips. Also, even though they bought a ton of Tostinos, they do not eat nachos later. They eat chips and dip. They, they eat like yeah, potato chips and French onion dip. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so now we get the parents. They need to find a way to get down to the next floor and there's this long sequence where Wayne tries to like overscience it it's like we need some kind of propulsion system where we can lower ourselves and like everyone else is just like hey what about this fucking fishing lure that's sitting in the window here yeah and like he refuses to acknowledge it he's like please i'm trying to think maybe i can build a miniature zeppelin 
And then it cuts to them finally. He's like, what? what? And like, they show him the fishing reel. And I like that the wives at pose like prices right models to show off yeah. the fishing reel. It's good <laughs> they shit. They sure do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the kids are just having a good old time. They're making like huge root beer floats in mason jars. Oh, that sounds yeah. good. Oh, yeah, very trendy, go for one of very those. ahead of the times. I don't even really like root beer floats, but I want to drink these. They look so good. I prefer orange floats, but root beer shift floats are good too. Yeah. I like that <laughs> Mitch and Jenny made like theirs up to the top, and Adam just he doesn't have that much. He didn't want that much ice cream. Or he, like, he actually doesn't really like root beer, but he's very- just trying to fit in with his cool cousins. <laughs> he wanted a lot of ice cream and very little root beer. <coughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, the parents are like luring themselves down to the second floor uh, to Adam's room on a yeah fishing lure. I'm not really clear on the physics of how it's slowly lowering them, but then suddenly speeds up. Yeah, I it's who knows who fucking yeah. knows. It does what it needs to do for their their sight gag. Yeah, and they all die. <laughs> Right, they all yeah. slam into the windowsill, and they're fine, because, right, yeah, they're tiny, so they don't have enough mass to hurt themselves when they fall. <laughs> yeah. I do like, we skipped it, uh, earlier when they were getting ready to climb the wicker chair, Wayne, like, pulls his wife aside, it's like, Diane, are, are you gonna stay mad at me this entire time that we're tiny, or are you gonna, you know, try to see the bright side of things? And she just, like, waits a beat and says, no, I'm gonna stay mad at you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good line, it's a good line. <laughs> But yeah, so they, they're on the windowsill outside of Adam's room, I believe is where they managed to get to. Yep. And uh, so yeah, so we get we get them going into the kids' room, a lot more green screen stuff, trying to figure out, like, okay, how are we going to get the kids' attention? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that there's a street shark in the background. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> there's two street sharks in this room, and I'm so stoked. My favorite one, the <laughs> tiger shark one's on his counter. That's yeah. the one that has roller blades. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they like to make it like, oh, how are we going to get our kids' attention? They barely pay attention to us when we're big, blah. That had to be another trailer line. Probably. Uh, they're just sitting on big buttons. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and they're making I a do plan like, of, like, there's, buttons. There are so many big buttons in this. I feel like of the giant props you can make, those are pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah you just need to, like, carve out a circle. You take this- a coffee table, you rip the legs off, you drill some holes into it, you got a giant button. <laughs> if this was me, I'd be playing with a giant street shark. <laughs> I was going to say, that they make a plan that they will, like, rewire the speakers downstairs to make it into a microphone. Yeah. Which is a thing you can do, maybe? <laughs> that is a thing you can do. A speaker and a microphone are the same thing, they just have some wires flipped. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was young, we used, like, I didn't have, like, a a microphone, so I changed my speaker to a microphone to talk to friends online sometimes. You're amazing. Right. <laughs> 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 I, yeah, especially I don't know were... what machine this, the children are using here to fill a, like, water balloon up with chili. I hated that. It gave me anxiety. <laughs> I love this because it's exactly the kind of stupid bullshit two boys would do with no adult supervision. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Let's boys, just pour I tell chili you. into whatever machine our mom has. Like the weirdest looking kitchen you... Uh, it's a like, meat grinder. I would still say of the things they have, that's the weirdest looking kitchen machine. 
Sure. Yeah. I'm not saying it's, it's a bizarre and exotic device. I'm just saying compared to the coffee maker. It's for making your own sausages or whatever. Well, here it's for making chili balloons. Yep. This is so stupid. I love it. <laughs> and then they tie the balloon off and put it in the microwave. It's so messy. Also, that balloon's going to explode <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Somehow it doesn't. I'm surprised that's not the bit. That it did, doesn't just explode everywhere out of the microwave. Maybe it does, and they had to make a second one. Yeah. Did any did any kids try this at home after watching this? Probably. I, I have to imagine. I tried so many things I saw on TV as a kid. It yeah. seemed like relatively safe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jenny gets off the phone and is like, "Okay, all three of my best friends are coming over for a sleepover tonight," and both of the boys are like, "What? What? But huh?" There's gonna be good, good, good girls here. I think Mitch is more like he, mom said no friends over. Right, Jenny's like, Wait, Mitch, we just had a conversation that we can do whatever we want. You're making a chili balloon. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we literally just I don't talked think she's about noticed this. that yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, she steals the pizza money to go buy party supplies. <laughs> Jenny has immediately become a tyrannical despot. <laughs> also, like, what's a better party supply than, than a pizzas? Pizza? Yeah, like just get pizzas. <laughs> yeah, why? Why wouldn't you order pizzas? She buys. She buys like tablecloths and streamers and balloons. Yeah. For this one night sleepover, right? That three people will be yesting at. Yeah. And then we come back to the adults. For yeah, as far as like the inconsistent scale stuff, this is the most frustrating scene to me because they walk past two Hot Wheels that they are clearly like about as tall as the Hot Wheels are long. Then they cut to a wide shot. Or they're they're smaller than that, but they're you know they would not fit in these Hot Wheels. Then it cuts to a wide shot where the Hot Wheels are in the background and they're huge. And then they walk over to the Hot Wheel they're going to get into, which is perfectly scaled for them. Also, as Cassie pointed out when we were watching, this racetrack they're going on, is, is it goes onto the kid's bed. Does the kid sleep with this thing? Like, just <laughs> on the bed with him? It's a ritual. He, he sets set it, it up, up every you know, morning. this morning or something. Yeah. I, I, it just seems like a lot of work to do every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't do it every day, just this this day. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, kid walks in, it, he's got he's gonna get a model volcano that I guess he had for school at I one point. I guess it is the weekend or something. Yeah, he's he's singing uh Great Green Gobs of Greasy Grimy Go for Guts. Y'all know the song. We were all kids once, right? I've right. never heard yeah, it just until this never, movie. You've never heard it until this movie? I if think I this, did, uh, I don't remember it. Actually, you know what? I think Same. this is where I first yeah. heard it. <laughs> That's fair. I, yeah. I definitely learned it at a summer camp. I uh, love that all the parents are shocked and galled that he's singing a song with gross words in it. Yeah, I this shocked and galled. They're like, oh, where did he learn such a disgusting song? And the, mom, the one mom's like, that's such a gross song. Where did he learn that? Yeah. Pick, kids pick up these things. You know, Mitch was singing that just last week. Mm. And then it, yeah. they realize that he learned it from Mitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh,. But so yeah, so he he takes like uh, the volcano and I think a Bunsen burner. I'm not sure uh, yeah. out of his out of his bedroom and they're like, well, how, what the fuck are we gonna do now? And then Wayne looks at the uh, racetrack. He tries to math out whether or not it would be safe for them to ride. Right, and he comes to the the conclusion that it would be somehow. Yeah. You know, yeah, why not? So there's a centrifugal force and how much they weigh or whatever. Yeah, sure. 
Oh yeah, Chelsea's pointing out that part of the Hot Wheel track is propped up by some Game Boy boxes. I'm trying to figure out what the yeah. game on top oh, is. Yeah, I was also I, I trying to figure that, that out. I was watching and I totally forgot to check. Yeah, I can't tell what game that is. I Yeah, I don't recognize it. Maybe it's a Hot Wheel game. <laughs> what were some Game Boy games released in 1997? <laughs> what if it's Pokemon? It's, Tetris. I don't think it's Pokemon. Because Pokemon was 98 in America. I think it might be Tetris. Yeah, you it, can compare no, the No, Tetris is more like a blue color palette to it. Hercules? Uh, what's that? Hercules? I don't that kind of looks... Uh, yeah, it's got a similar color scheme, but it's not Hercules. Could those even be Game Boy uh, Advance boxes, or are they just like... No, it'd be, it'd be way too early for Game Boy Advance. Advance. Oh, was it? Know, okay, I yeah, you're right. I just... It's hard. Timelines is that, are hard. <laughs> is yeah. that Dr. Mario? Let's say it's not, but let's say it is so we can move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so what, what, what are sure these so pink... Wiki somewhere has that. What are these pink rubber band things that they secure themselves into the Hot Wheels car? They say they're like orthodontal. So I assume it's like for Adam's braces or something, but I don't think he has braces. He seems too young for them. He maybe had braces at one point, or you too young, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. Or orthodent- orthodonture bands is what they're called. And what are those? I'm looking them up. Orthodonture band. Uh, yeah, they're like rubber bands you put on braces. Well, all right, That then. don't look anything like these props. <laughs> of course not. No. Uh, but yeah, so they, they, they climb into this here toy car, and it's time for a big action set piece, kind of. Yeah, time to blow all our budget on this fun Hot Wheels sequence. It's pretty yeah. much just a roller coaster. It's cool. I don't know. Yeah. Adam, Adam did learn some things at science camp because he's got like it hooked up to a some kind of battery thing. Yeah, so that when the car starts moving, it automatically turns on the like engine of the like uh, intersection thing. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of shots of the just like they take a camera and get a close up shot of a toy car, zoom it around, and then occasionally like the green screen. Uh, the actors sitting in some chairs with like a fan blowing in their faces. Yeah, and it's just, this sequence goes on for a while. Like they really want you to be excited about this, and like I don't want to be dismissive because it's a fun bit, but like it takes it. It goes on a while. It does go on a while. Uh, the VHS tape that I had of it, at least, came with this car, the Shark Cruiser. Oh, that's sick! Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the part where they almost run into a different toy car, but they they narrowly avoid it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then because they're too heavy, they don't make the jump at the end and end up like just skidding across the floor and falling into the laundry chute. What's up, Chelsea? Nothing. It's just uh, in the, I think in the next scene, there's like a sign on the on the words on on the kitchen sign that say get your laundry uh-huh. but like they fell into a basket of laundry that was like already taken out of the laundry oh uh, so they fall into a laundry basket yeah shouldn't that be dirty laundry did wayne like automate the laundry system to like basket it for for you he probably but why would he put it under the laundry chute yeah <laughs> that seems like a thing he yeah, would do <laughs> this is a big continuity error. Yeah, big. Hey, cinema sins ding on honey. We shrunk ourselves. <laughs> Dang. The logic of this laundry system makes no sense. <laughs> How dare they? Uh, but so yeah, so they fall into the laundry, and then there's a, a moment where the wife is worried that like she doesn't know where Wayne is, and yeah. he pops. And he's like, I don't think we're using enough fabric softener. 
<laughs> That's another trailer gag. I like that you know what all the trailer gags. Did you rewatch the trailer? I no, I just remember it from when I was a kid. Oh, I don't say I don't I remember what I I don't remember what I saw it before, but it was definitely one of the previews on some VHS I watched a lot as yes. a kid. Yes, yeah, yeah. Me and Chelsea were talking about this too. We have like the trailer for this movie burned into our brains because it was in front of some other VHS. Probably tape. multiple. Ones. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were probably selling this thing hard. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, meanwhile, the kids are just having a good old time. They're making lunch. <laughs> I, I like how they put giant tits on one of these hot dog people that they have underneath this I thought this that bit. too, but no, it's the arms because it's cradling another hot dog person. No. No, those are tits because it has arms at no. its side. No, it has arms also. You're right. The other person's just cradled in the tits of the hot dog. <laughs> yeah. You know, some people, some people want that. They just, they're just, they're just doing like a nice, fun role play of voring these islanders. <laughs> yeah, they have these little hot dog islanders or whatever around this the plastic volcano Adam got from his room, and yeah. they put the chili balloons in the top. So they, when they poke it with a fork, it it erupts. Beans and chili all over the hot dogs. Yeah, like the angry they, they like forgot to. He, the the storyline is like, oh, they forgot to do a sacrifice. <laughs> so it's very much like, yeah. That Between bullshit. this and the Tiki Man, this movie has a weird relationship with Polynesian culture. Yeah, <laughs> right, there's there's some academic reading in this movie about like, oh, a, a upper middle class suburban American household. You know, containing the trappings of colonialism in every room. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Y'all think these are cooked hot dogs or cold ones? I feel like they're probably cooked. Yeah. At least microwaved. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they toss them in the microwave. I'm, I'm glad because that'd be that feels like not a very good meal if it's cold. I I really hope they cleaned off this volcano thing before they used it. You oh, they are gross. It, like, here's the thing. Then On again, set, the hot dogs are cooked and the volcano is clean. In the movie, neither of those things are true. Right. Then again, Wayne probably taught him good like chemical cleanness. He probably cleaned it up first. Like this it probably used to have chemicals, probably used to have like a volcano experiment in it. He probably taught him that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, he is kind of. Wayne also mixed coffee grounds into peanut butter, so. I mean, it's all food. That's fine. It's not dangerous chemicals. This is this is the fruit not falling very far from the tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because that's the thing. As much as Adam keeps talking about how much he wants to be a jock, he's constantly showing signs that he's just as big of a fucking nerd as his dad. I think he is a big, pretty big nerd. He just also wants to be a jock. He wants to be a fusion yes. of the two. Right. A jerd. A jerd. A jerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they just the, the hot dog volcano sequence goes on almost as long as the Hot Wheels sequence does. You know, kids love that. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember loving that. Oh yeah. I mean, great. when I was a kid, I definitely did stuff like this in terms of like pretending my food was things that wasn't what it was kind of thing uh-huh. yeah you ever pret- pretend to eat people not people but i'd be like this is a coward this is like a building or something i don't know i feel like, like the big one for a lot of kids is oh these broccolis are little trees yes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah mine mine was like 
pretzel sticks or like uh, cigarettes or cigars. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do, do you think? Do you think Wayne ever like saw his kid doing something like this and tried to make small talk? Is like, you know, I almost ate your brother once. <laughs> <laughs> How often does that come up? Do you think? I feel like Adam is unaware of the fact that he was fifty feet tall one time. <laughs> I feel like they oh, have did- never told him that, and it was too young for him to remember. Mm-hmm. How, oh. how surely he would find out from somebody else, right? It had to be all over the news. Yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. like the internet's not really a thing yet. Like, and they don't live in Las Vegas anymore. It doesn't seem like. I feel oh, like that but- entire town like had to sign a thing. Like, you cannot. We cannot talk about this. <laughs> no one can know about this. Like, That's I feel like up. in a couple more years, when the internet is more of a thing, he's gonna Google it and find out. Oh, is he a fucking cryptid? Like, it's the, the fucking giant Las Vegas baby? But the thing is, is the kid knows his dad is a shrink ray. That's true. I don't I don't see why he wouldn't know about it. Yeah, I don't Probably know. Probably some of his baby photos are the event. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see in the album? Yeah. This here's is your first steps. Here's, here's your baby teeth. Here's when you were huge. <laughs> He's still really young. Maybe they're just waiting for the right age to let him know, you know? <laughs> what is the right age to let your kid know that they were huge once? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if that would be that big of a deal. He doesn't remember it. Like, Are kids going to make fun of him for it? Oh, look, there goes the giant baby. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Adam, you really are a giant baby. Are you gonna cry, baby, giant baby? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like actual kids can make fun of him better than us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, also, we don't want to be too mean. Right. That's fair. Anyway, yeah, the parents all fell into the hamper. Adam sees the marquee sign to go pick up uh, his laundry. And he has been conditioned like a rat to follow that marquee sign at all times. Uh, so he goes and grabs it, and then... Uh, and doesn't see his, the the small people in it, even though they seem like they're pretty big at this point. Yeah, they're just uh, no, invisible, yeah. too. Again, they're in the shrinking grid. Yes, they are ostensibly in the same physical space, but they are shifted over to a different... They're, they're filming on a different set, and that means that Adam oh, can't see but them. But people see them later! <laughs> Well, yeah, that's when the story demands it. I cannot wait. That you can't just say, "Oh, when the story wants it to happen, it happens," and say it's a theory. Fuck you. I agree. You can't. I can't wait for you to explain the shrinking grid to whoever you have guesting on part two. Well, the the by yeah by setting up the whole stereo microphone thing. They bridge, uh, they bridge the gap between the shrinking grid and the normal grid. But that happens. Bef- but the, the 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 Mitch sees the parents before that happens. Potassium right, Mitch deficiency. Is a child who has a special <laughs> sensitivity to the shrinking grid. Potassium deficiency. I'm yeah. so mad. It's the no. You're wrong. Let's continue. If you go, if you have a low enough like potassium percentage in your body, you'll start seeing tiny people. You'll see, Fuck all, off. you'll see the tiny people living around us all the time. So, so, so him and his cousin are carrying the laundry basket up the stairs, and the parents are getting jostled around, and they get to hear the kids talk about how, like, parents are bullshit, and wouldn't it be cool if they never came back? Yeah. 
Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, our kids think that about us? Oh, man. There's a lot of alluding to people learning lessons about each other in this movie, and that doesn't really happen. Not much actual lesson learning happens. No. I feel like everyone learns a lesson at the end. It's Some lessons convenient. are learned. But it's not, it's, it's, you're right that everyone learns a lesson, but it's not necessarily that, like, oh, the parents learn about their kids, and the kids learn about their parents. It's like... It, no, I like it because the, the parents were wrong all along, and the kids were right. Pretty much. Like, the kids' only thing is, like, wow, I guess we do rely on our parents a lot. You're talking way too much about the end of this movie for the first part. That's true. Anyway, okay. the parents, they dumped the laundry in Adam's room, and now the well, parents are right back where I, they started. I was going to say specifically... He mentions his potassium deficiency thing and how he doesn't think he needs his medicine, which is, like, important for later. But also he says, yeah. like, when when um, the other kid, I, can, I don't know his name, the yeah. Adam, when Adam asks Mitch about his potassium deficiency, he says, it's a genetic thing, you wouldn't understand. It's like, well, I mean, you, your your dads are related, so is it on the his mom's side, yeah. I guess, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, also, Mitch throws the line out while his parents are in the hammer, like, yeah, I think my parents probably wish I didn't have medical problems. Like, oh, Mitch. That is a heavy line that the movie just glosses over. (laughs) Right. Mitch has, like, anxiety that, like, he, that his family sees him as a burden and they never address it. Dang. Not once, ever again. Uh, so they get to the room and the, par- the they dump over the laundry basket because who cares? And the parents roll out onto the floor, right? And, and they're, yeah, right back where they started, like Chelsea was saying. They made yep. no progress, absolutely well, not. They're on the floor now. That's true. <laughs> they're, they're trying to go down, so yeah, I guess. Uh, but then Adam is like, "Hey, I gotta show you this fucking magazine. Take a look at this. Whoa!" And we don't we don't see the magazine. If my for dad a bit, found a- out; he'd be the ballistic. Yeah, they, they, they treat it very heavily as if they are looking at porn. Yeah, yeah they, they want you to think like, that's they're looking the at joke. porn. Yeah, I d- and again, this is a kids' movie. I don't know how much a kid is supposed to realize that that's what's happening. I didn't understand at all what this scene was implying as a kid. No, I me neither. Did yeah, probably. I definitely did. Yeah. Uh, Considering I actually found my dad's porn stash as a kid, I knew what it was about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So the 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 parents turn on each other. Like, did you know about this? Did you know about this? Where did you get that? Where did where did you get that? And uh, I, never, I never walked into my dad's. I've never found my dad's porn stash. One time, I walked into my dad's computer room while he was doing a Google image search for brunette busty babes. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Wowie <Ooh>. zowie! <laughs> yeah, I think he had safe search on without realizing. <laughs> That's really funny. I mean, he oh was boy. like, "I want to see brunette busty babes, but I want to see them with their clothes on." <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, eventually the kids drop the magazine because Jenny's back and she's mad that they made a mess of the kitchen, and they run off. And uh, yeah, the parents are like appalled, but Wayne climbs up on the magazine. He's like, I gotta see what we're dealing with. Like, what's our son getting into? And he is shocked to his core that his son is looking not at pornography, but at Sports Illustrated for kids! He's not looking at Sports Sports Illustrated Illustrated for for kids! kids. (laughs) Right. 
I feel like, I feel <laughs> well, like not Wayne as, isn't yeah. that surprised by. He's like, oh, this is not what I expected. Okay. I definitely right. thought I, this was going to be porn. I feel yeah. like the sweeping music and the camera panning shot and the way Rick Moranis like turns around and swings his arm. I think we're meant to believe that he's devastated, but he doesn't really sell it. Yeah, listen, Rick's not really here. I feel yeah. like this is just him realizing his kid's in his sports, even though his kids explicitly told him that he was, but he didn't get it then. But now he gets it for some reason. I think I think he's sort of reckoning with the fact that his kid has feels like he has to hide this from him. Yeah, maybe that's it. He's like, yeah. oh, okay. dang, I've done a bad job. So I, I double-checked. Uh, Rick Moranis went on his like super long-term retirement like right after this. Like, if, like after Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, he was done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. But um, how much I money think do you think they offered him to to uh, to do Shrunk? Because like he's been retired for like two decades plus at this point. Yeah, they must have given him a lot of money for to get him to come out of retirement, or maybe yeah. he's bored. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's been doing like small like art projects and like like music. He's been making like folk albums and shit. Uh huh. Like he's been doing stuff, but he's been trying to stay out of the spotlight. Right. He also got punched on the street. Do you know who's playing his son in Shrunk? The adult Nick? No. Josh Gad. Who? I... Uh, Olaf from Frozen. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. He's also one of the writing credits on the movie. It sounds like it maybe is, like, his passion project. Cool. Honestly, it, how, how old is Josh Gad? Because if he's about our let's age, that out. sounds about right. Yeah, let's see. Josh Gad. <laughs> age. He's thirty nine, so yeah. a little older than us, but L- yeah, definitely older, in so the in the age range. Yeah, so like the the Hunter Shrunk, the kids probably came out when he was like eight. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah, but that's that's about the halfway point of the movie, almost on the dot. This shocking cliffhanger that Adam likes sports, <laughs> which we found out at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, and the parents just kind of ignored. Right. Uh, so I think that's where we're gonna cut this first part of the episode. Yay, Do any of y'all have no any cockroach. like any like quick like overarching thoughts about this whole movie that we haven't gotten to? It's um, ve- it's very weird that like this movie ultimately culminates in like the par- it's it's a story about the parents having to learn to trust the kids basically. Right. And it's and weird that that's the lesson. I don't know what a more, I don't know what a less weird lesson would be, but like it, it, it feels strange that like parents go on a shrinking adventure and they have to learn that the kids can fend for themselves. To be fair, it's mostly they have to learn that Jenny can fend for herself and take care of her brother, and also Adam is there. Yeah, and also <laughs> Adam true. likes sports. I mean, like it, it kind of makes sense because it's a way for like the parents to to like see the kids, what the kids knowing the parents are there. So, like, yeah. yeah. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, the, the whole idea is supposed to be, like, oh, now you don't get to boss the kids around. You have to shut the fuck up and actually pay attention to them and see who they are or whatever. I yeah. feel like he doesn't quite nail that, though. No. I guess I guess what bugs me about it is one of the, it, it feels like there should at least be, like, a secondary through line about Wayne learning to be less of a shitty husband and father. Yes. But that, that doesn't, like, the wife just yeah. keeps putting up with it and, like, she learns the reverse lesson at the end of just, like, let him do whatever he wants. Who cares? Right. <laughs> he the real, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Uh, he does talk about, like, how he hasn't paid enough attention to his wife and, like, uh, she's the most, you know, beautiful woman he knows and he's, like, hasn't been appreciating her enough. But that doesn't, like, there's no material upshot to that. It's just a speech he gives. Yeah. And nothing happens in the movie for that to really be earned. Yeah. Uh, besides the fact that they were in a dangerous situation together, which makes people bond, not much happens that, like, gets them to, like, appreciate each other. They, nothing really... Yeah. Yeah, they just kind of go on an adventure, and then afterwards they learn lessons, I guess. Yeah, he <laughs> kind of saves her from the roach, but... Eh. I, I also think the kid stuff would work better if they were all, like, five years older. Like, they yeah. should be... They should, like, they keep talking about them as teenagers... Jenny is maybe 13. Yeah, yeah, like, she's she's a teenager she's in the, the literal sense of the word, but she is a child. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would make more sense if, to trust them more if they were older, though. Like, at this age, they're, like, kind of on the cusp between kids yeah, and children. True. I guess that's kind of what I, like, it would make more sense to me if it's like, oh, man, we are, like, we're teenagers, we can take care of ourselves, but our parents, like, refuse to stop treating us like kids. Yeah, that's fair. But also at the same time, if they were teenagers, it would make less sense for them to make like the chili balloon volcano. Yeah. No, I, I, I no. Well, boys I think Adam, like, if Adam and Mitch were still like, you know, eleven or twelve, that's definitely chili volcano age. And like Jenny was like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. No, I think yeah. uh, boys doing chili volcano is up into like seventeen, eighteen. If I didn't have to clean it up afterwards, I would do a chili volcano today. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. like, honestly, I might too. Yeah, you, it seems fun until bitches. you have to clean up the mess. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> it just seems fun. Okay. Anyway, my thoughts on this movie is that I love it. <laughs> it's a great movie. Oh, I'm really glad. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad we've rediscovered a classic for you. Yeah, what? it was entertaining. I told you what we were doing this year, and you got so excited. Yeah, because I remembered this movie. I, I had no idea like this it. was such a big movie for you. I don't know if it was a big movie, but it was like one of like the kind of twenty VHSs. <laughs> it was one of like twenty VHSs I would re-rent from the video store. Yeah, I'm glad to know that I still love it. Yeah, the person playing Gordon, I love him. He's great. He's- <laughs> He's like the best part of the movie. I also love him and Patty. They're like when they were riding down on the fishing lure. He was like trying to keep her calm, and it was very cute. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I think this is a better movie than you might think it is. I'm not saying it's a masterpiece. It's all right though. It's a totally confident family comedy. I think. Yeah, I like it. I think for the like the third movie, the straight to video third movie in a franchise, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good decom. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I think that's going to wrap us up for this episode. Come back, uh, you know, on New Year's Day for the shocking second half of Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves with a whole yeah. new slew of guests. I think Zach's going to be on that one. I believe Molly of Totally Reprise is going to be showing up. Uh, who knows? I don't know. We haven't finalized it. Maybe all those people will cancel on me. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not too. <laughs> oh, I just I just realized. Uh, I was looking at IMDb to see if the guy who played Gordon had done anything. Uh-huh. Uh, not much. Mostly just like Disney Channel stuff. Uh, yeah. Jenny Zelinsky is played by Allison Mack, who was uh who was on Smallville and then was publicly disgraced for uh-huh. reasons I don't remember the details of. Oh, oh. oh. Huh. Huh. yeah. 
looking that I did, up. I did recognize that name in the credits, but I didn't really know what she did, so. Let's find out. What did she do oh, that made people hate Her her? Adventure. Yeah. Uh, let's see, in 2010, Mac was reported to have recruited to the Vancouver chapter of the multi-level marketing organization, NXIVM, along with her Smallville co-star, Kristen Kruick? I, I don't know how to say that. In a 2003 article from Forbes, advocates of NXIVM portrayed it as an organization focused on inspirational executive coaching, like a practical MBA, while detractors accused founder Keith Rainier of running a cult-like program aimed at breaking down his subjects psychologically. The group had a practice of branding their victims, which was first created by Mac? <sighs> yeah, this the girl Google goes on just... to start branding people for Damn. a business cult? This, this, all the Google results ha- have headlines filled with the word sex cult, so... What?! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. This is about wild stuff to yeah. find out on the uh, end of part She was one. arrested by the FBI <laughs> two years ago on charges of sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and forced labor conspiracy. What did this movie do to fuck? her? Oh, and, and then last year she pled guilty to racketeering charges. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so keep all of that in mind during part two. What? <laughs> According to prosecutors, after she recruited women to join the organization, she used tactics such as blackmail to force them into engaging in sexual activity oh, with Rainier. Are you sure this is the same person? Apparently. What the fuck? Well, she's an absolute <laughs> villain. <laughs> this went yeah. places. I did not expect you We were about to wrap up. What a what a way to Cassie, end this. You had a crush on a, a sex cult leader. <laughs> I mean, I. I didn't. <laughs> I don't think she's a sexual leader when she's this age. No, of course film. not. But she became one, and that means something. She's also in the Ampoli. Does it? Maybe. Oh, boy. I don't think it means anything. Wow. Wow. Anyway. Wow. That's a fun Zowie. way to end this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jesus. Let's get the <laughs> hell out of here. Yeah, let's put, let's put a content warning on this one. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we should sign off. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just leaving you all to fend for yourselves on this one. For Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, I've been Luke. I've been Chelsea. I've been Emily. I've been Cassie. And I've been Mike. And may, the, and may the shrink ray accidentally hit you always. <laughs> 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 Not you, Cassie. You're the girl. Yeah. <laughs>